to Who Gives a Fork. I'm Jez. And I'm Nina. And we're in South and Central America, behind the scenes at some of the world's best known foods. And some other things thrown in. Enjoy! So Nina, we're now stood on the side of a road by the beach in Panama. Yet another exciting podcast destination. (laughs) Yeah. And before we got here, we were in Colombia. We were. And you went off to see an avocado farm while I had to go to the hospital (laughs) to have a parasitic fly (laughs) squeezed out of my leg, which was delightful. But tell me all about avocados. What's been happening? Because, I mean, it's a really interesting one, I think, because... I think a few years ago, we, you know, avocados felt like a real treat, but now mm-hmm. everybody eats them. God. There are so many. There's even like avocado kind of um, cafes, aren't yeah, there? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, All it's over Instagram. Gone, yeah, it's gone Smoothies. a bit nuts. It's a real thing to do mm. like, to go out and have avocados on toast and whatever on a Sunday morning. So, I mean, what is this this boom doing to Colombia? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously it's not just a boom in consumption to keep up with all that crazy demand in the West and the rest of the world. Um, the production is just going crazy. So Colombia is relatively new in Hass avocado production, which is the dark-skinned avos that you, you normally see uh, compared to the light-skinned ones. Um, I mean, they've been doing it for a while, but they're, you know, they're just stepping up now and they're become, becoming major producers um, in the world. And what that's doing in the country is basically most farmers seem to be switching into avocados. What, from what, from coffee? From coffee, yeah. Hold on, wait for this car. This is really in the field, this is. Okay, <laughs> not so, the avocado not field, the avocado unfortunately. Field. Yeah, so um, yeah, a lot of farmers are switching from coffee, they're switching from vegetables. The farm I visited used to be an asparagus farm. Now it's just avocados, livestock. I mean, the, the guy, the, so the company I went to see, Cartama, they're the biggest company, biggest producer and exporter in Colombia. What, well, avocados, avocados Yeah, they're very specialised. They've got loads of different growers that they work with um, and they're kind of encouraging other growers to switch as well. Um, so the demand is, is, at the moment, farmers are not meet, not quite meeting that demand? No. Or there's still growth? God, I can't yeah. remember what the stat is, but um, demand is massively outpacing production really? on a global scale. Yeah, oh, okay. I think it's like three times as much. So everybody who can is switching which is slightly different to quinoa when we went to ecuador yeah. and we talked to quinoa farmers and there'd been like when there was yeah, this massive it was unbalanced, boom, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah the prices like fell through the floor yeah. but actually prices are okay Did they yeah prices price? are still high i mean i know yeah i mean avocado prices are still high the demand is still really yeah. outpacing supply mm. at the moment um so yeah but back to colombia um yeah we went up into the hills kind of really windy road um like right up i think we were at about 2000 meters and um yeah as far as you can see um avocado trees so what do, what does an avocado tree look like they're well they're not as big as you think they're kind of maybe the size of a, a well pruned apple tree okay and they were all in flower at the time so oh, nice. they were kind of greeny yellowy haze on the hills well what was the that was the color of the flower yeah the flowers well. like small little yellow flowers okay. and they yeah the really bright green leaves so it kind of hazy green yellow across the, all the hills that you can see nice um they all in rows like yeah, yeah 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 they're proper orchards like you know really you know very kind of commercially farmed mm. it's a you know huge operation Gosh. Um, yeah so what i mean because i know what was it probably about a year or so ago maybe a little bit more there was um, suddenly in, in the press in the UK there was quite a bit about the avocado explosion and what impact that was having yeah. around the world. It was 
I mean, I think he was talking about the environmental yeah, impact, definitely. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, did you kind of see anything about that? Or? Well, I think, you know, it's, it's by the nature of the how fast the explosion has been, it's, it's not natural. So, you know, there have, you know, there have been stories, especially in places like Mexico, of instances of deforestation, things like that. Um, in Colombia, I mean, I didn't see any of that myself. And when I was speaking to the, the farmer in the, in the country that I, that I visited, they were very much saying that farmers are switching. So it's kind of, I mean, it's a big job to, to deforest an area. It's, it's probably easier to convert farmland. So they were saying that existing farmers are switching to avocados rather than deforestation. But, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's having a huge impact on the landscape. And yeah. it's, you know, the whole diversity issue's got to come yeah. up at some point because it's turning into a bit of a monoculture. Oh, yeah. It must, uh, the landscape must look really different to how yeah. it used to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, the farm I was on, it used to be, it used to be pasture land for cows. So it was kind of scrubby yeah. anyway. And now it's full of these beautiful trees. So... You know, it depends on what you think, I guess. So if you're, so if you're a consumer back in the UK and you go into Sainsbury's or whatever mm. and buy an avocado, do you think you should be, what, what should you be thinking about? Should you be thinking, well, I'm having a, a, a real impact here on? Yeah, on is it good? Is it bad? Like, what, do you, what do you think yeah, about it? It's hard to, it's hard to know, really, isn't it? It's at the moment. I mean, it's it's bringing a lot of new employment to the area, especially in somewhere like Colombia, where the peace process you know, it was a real landmark year um, a couple of years ago in Colombia where the uh, FARC had a peace agreement with the government. And what that means is a lot of these a lot of these men who were employed by FARC then had another, well, supposedly had another option. You know, they don't have to work for the FARC anymore because the FARC supposedly doesn't exist. You don't know whether that's true. But anyway, um, avocados are one of these new um, income streams for rural areas. So there's, I mean, because there's so many of them, there's a lot of work coming from them. So mm. the company that I saw said that avocados are really bringing a new um, new kind of source of income and life to the area. And young people especially are seeing them as a sort of positive thing because they see all these Western supermarket clients coming onto farms and they're like, oh, this is interesting. This company's got a future. This has got a future. There's people who are quite a lot of money you know they're interested in it so it, it encourages them to stay in the countryside yeah. rather than leaving for the cities yeah so i think that's quite positive yeah you know um it's always worth knowing a bit about i mean i always think look at where the look at where the fruits come from because mm. that's interesting in itself it's very different you know colombia is a huge country but you get a lot of avocados from peru from mexico you know so it's everywhere is very different and it's always worth doing your own research yeah absolutely <laughs> Well, while we wait for our bus by the side of the road, bloody hot, I tell you. <laughs> um, w- tell us who, oh, yeah. who you went to talk to. Yep, so this next section is uh, me in an avocado orchard talking to Viviana Delgado, who's the head of quality for Cartama. That is a very important job because, as you will all know, um, buying an unripe avocado is very disappointing. So, so disappointing. Yeah, her job is to make sure that, well, try and make sure that doesn't happen. And uh, yeah, she tells me a bit about how to choose a ripe avocado so we can all avoid avocado hand. And avocado hand? Avocado hand. That? Oh my gosh, you've not heard no, of avocado what hand. Is it? Oh, it's brutal. What? Basically, you have a hard oh, avocado and you, you get a knife. Yeah. You know that kind of feeling when you're like, right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to get the stone out. Yeah. You whack the knife into the stone, twist it, and it gets your hand instead. I think I've Something had like avocado that. knife. Yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah, avocado hand, sorry, yeah. Anyway, oh, okay. so yeah, she's going to tell us how to avoid that and some other interesting facts. Okay, my name is Viviana Delgado. I'm the quality manager for Cartama. 
and we're here in Sinai. We are, yes, yes. We're in a lovely avocado plantation. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and we are showing to Nina uh, how to know uh, green avocado to one that is already mature. Yeah. Which okay. is a crucial question, as we all know. So, yeah, tell me, how do we how do we do that? Okay, so the first thing that you are going to to evidence there is the color. Uh, a light green color is a sign of an immature avocado. Mm -hmm. The strongest color, the better, mm -hmm. right? So another point that you are going to see is a different bright on the skin. Mm -hmm. The brighter the the youngest yeah. is the, the avocado. Okay. You are always trying to uh, find one avocado that is not that bright or usually opaque, right? Uh, other signs are that the avocado is going to have some kind of shoulders and the, at the top of the of the fruit. And in the center, you are going to notice like a belly. Mm, it's so, like a little person. That's what you yes, were saying, isn't it? Yes, yes. So the avocado is like a little person, a green little person. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so we need little shoulders at the top and a belly in the middle. Yes, exactly. Not that bright and usually a dark green. Mm. And these ones are all hard though, aren't they? Because we're in the plantation and yes. and um, we pick them when they're hard. Is that right? Yes, exactly. We're going to harvest all the time and they're going to be hard. When you rip them, they are going to be to get soft. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how long does it take to get from... Just, just talk me through the process a little bit. So they, they pick them maybe on day one mm -hmm. and then what happens? Uh, they pick them pick them on day one after that they're going to take them to the process plant the packing house and this is going to have like a, like a time for 24 hours to get there yeah. and get processed mm -hmm. so processed what does it mean selected and packed by size yeah. the size is going to give, be given by the weight of the avocado right yeah. Uh, after that, we're going to put them on the store that is going to be uh, keep them on uh, with six degrees Celsius. Mm -hmm. So it goes from 18, doesn't it? In the yes. In, yes, exactly. 18 degrees down to six degrees. Yes, exactly. And after that, we're going to uh, put them on a pallet and we're going to put them on a container. Uh, with the container, it's going to we're the packing house in, is in the center of Colombia, so we're going to move them through exportation to a port. The port is like around 12 to 24 hours from the uh, far from the center, uh, so it's going to have I there on uh, other day, and uh, finally the for the port of England it's going to take around 11 days to Portsmouth is that right sorry it goes to Portsmouth yes exactly yeah so that's it so in total how many days is that so it's one two three four it's around six six okay five, 15 to 16 days to get to England Brilliant. yes and then and then it's ripened in in England right yes exactly in um, sort of ripening rooms or is it a special technique to ripen them? They usually use ethylene. Mm, like they're bananas, going to yes, exactly that banana. Mm -hmm. Same process, mm. and they're going to to use it depending on the client's requirements. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when we're looking at avocados in the store, have you got any tips on how do we know it's ripe? Because sometimes you think it's ripe and you take it home and it's hard. <laughs> what what can we look for in the store? Okay, it's going to be pretty easy. <laughs> you could you are going to put the avocado just in the palm of your of your hand. Yeah. Not 
please don't put your fingers on the avocado. <laughs> why, why not? Why because you're you? going to, to rot it. You're going to make some damage in the pulp, right? So you're going to put it on the palm and you're going to press a little bit. When uh, avocado is ready to consume, it's going to be soft for your hands. Not that soft because if you take it very soft, it's going to be rot. Yeah. It's going to be rotten on the inside. Yes, but it's just to be has to be soft. Mm -hmm. Another point that you have to you, you have to to take care of is going to be about this steam end. You, uh, mm. Usually there's okay you can yeah, see it here it like now, long. Stem. Yes, he's a little bit long, but in the supermarket you are going to see it and it's going to be cut it, mm -hmm. right? Usually when the avocado doesn't have it, it's going to be rotten in the inside, mm. right? So it's going to be a problem for you. Okay, <laughs> so we need a little bit of a stem. Yes, a little bit of oh, the that's stem. Interesting, mm -hmm. I didn't know that. And there we have it the expert insight view <laughs> on how to pick a ripe avocado. And um, I was also interested, you were saying before that there's been a boom basically, hasn't there, in Colombia with the Haas avocado. When did that start? What, what's been happening here in the, in the avocado business? How is it changing? Uh, you know, it's like, it has been like a pretty long process. It's, it started like almost uh, 10 to 12 or 13 years ago. Uh, it started to grow, to grow, uh, and right now we are trying to even interchange those, those coffee crops for avocado mm. because, you know, it has been a little bit easier to, to handle. The people is even happier with this crop. Um, and now with all of these health uh, topics that we are mm. managing, not just here in Colombia, but around the world, about um, fit, um things related or with yeah. healthiest uh food choices uh you know people is choosing avocados because of that because of the mm. uh, oils that it has in it mm. uh, the minerals the vitamins that it already has and that you don't have to look for other elements to get all of this yeah. so it's it has been a great view a great boom, great boom. yeah and it's still going <laughs> for you it? and for us yeah. yes of course and the idea is to to keep it growing even for the next 10 or 20 years yeah. this way yes and do you think Colombia could be the, the number one exporter in the world? Yes, that's where something that we're heading for. That heading for. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's an exciting time, isn't it? Mm. And and what's the, just one more question, if, if you wouldn't mind, it's to do with the, the link with um, peace in the country. You were saying mm. that avocados have got something to offer in that sense. Yes, exactly. Because, you know, uh, usually people is getting employed by all of these forms that are cultivating the the avocados so so they are fi uh, finding this source of employment so mm -hmm. they are like abandoning all of these um but procedures that they were doing before yeah. and they are now um working with us or working with other companies that are helping them with all of this um um agro Point uh, agro chemicals and agro harvesting, mm. you know. It's giving them here. another option, isn't it? Yes, they're having. And, and yes, it's jobs. Yes, exactly. It's it's legal. Yeah, so that's a good, first of all, good thing, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it's legal. So it comes with a piece, you know. It's it has been like a 
break point here for us in Colombia. Mm. And now that these people is finding like uh, another option for them to work and mm. to have that source for sustaining the the families and feeding them and going on growing each other with each other it has been awesome for us you've been listening to who gives a fork brought to you by me nina and me jazz keep listening as we travel around ecuador and then into colombia visiting farms plantations and food producers see you next time Thank you.